good afternoon, everybody. I got a way late start today. I uh, had a small little faux pie. I did, I did my background last night. I had a really cool background, but I'll use it next Monday or Tuesday. Hey, guys. Hope you guys are doing okay today. Yeah. You know what? And I'm not into all the background stuff. It's a lot of fun. But if it doesn't, that's not why I'm here. I'm for the message, actually. I've got a great message for you today. Um, and actually it's really, really on point with what's going on in the world right now. I've got a prophetic word for you, um, that the Lord showed me today. And I'm actually very, very surprised by, Hey, good afternoon, everybody on Facebook and on YouTube. But, um, I've got a prophetic word for what's going on right now. And I was very shocked when I got actually into the 50 minute rev word and how it all just lined up because I didn't know what the 50 minute rev was about as I don't ever know until I get into it. Um, as far as the word itself for the day and <clears throat> and studying the word for the day. Um, and when I start studying the word, how it always correlates, it never, never fails. And so let me read the word to you. Um, it's, and it's interesting too. I hope this makes sense, but it's the title for today's message is the 15 minute ref false fivefold settling for seconds or settling for substitutions and duped and then international leadership changes and God having the last word. That's a long overview, but what he's saying for the title, but I put it in the title if you want to go back and look at that. But this is the prophetic word that God was telling me today. Before I got into uh, the word of God <clears throat> for knowing how it correlates, but it says today I'm doing a new thing to help my people break out of the old and to shift into the new. I've been challenging many of you to decide how you want to proceed in and through me or on your own apart from me within your own flesh and your own heart, which can cause you to, to depart from the one you say you love so dear. Because serving the flesh will cost you something in this hour, something that lacks power, and usually something that forfeits eternity. Because there are many who say, I'm going your way, Yahweh, without realizing they're only being led astray. <clears throat> They've chosen to depart from the faith and to go their own way when I have not called them to that delay. So they do so without realizing they're being led to give up their futures and their callings. But this day <clears throat> is a moment in time that I predestined to determine who is mine to see if you would see or be deceived by the voices sent in and around you. There are voices of lying and dismay. And many would say, but what are, but what they don't realize is that they're being put on parade only to be entertained by lying spirits who have been sent in by the occult. And what they don't realize is that when they pray, I don't hear them because they betrayed the only person that can help them. Those sheep, they get answers here and there. But they are answered unaware by demonic power sent to lure them into future further despair down a road to nowhere on purpose. And because of lack of maturity in me, <clears throat> those that refuse to see that the truth they once held so dear is beginning to fall or pull away from thee. The enemy thinks he's caused my flock to dwindle because of the swindle that he keeps placing around many of you. But for you, my true sheep, you have awoken from your sleep choosing to keep my statutes and my truth as I continue to take you through to the place of your youth where you once held me in high esteem. I've set apart those for space and place as you enter back into my grace, which was the place of love for the world to find me. I'm showing who is mine, operating in true divine, and who is the devil's, including all those that revel with their flesh demanding that the sheep mesh to the things not imparted by heaven. But for those that refuse, will my world be new and they will see my true standard. <clears throat> this hour of power will force true believers not to cower or subvert themselves to a liar, not holy or true. Because my true sheep know me as shepherd and I am no leopard who changes his mind on a dime. My standard, my spirit, my truth, you can hear it, and only true love can get you there. But to that I would ask, what does the devil have to keep you bound here? 
For in this place that you think you hold dear is only filled with his lies and fear as it's passing away in this hour. And if you're truly mine, your future lies in the divine. And so I've called you to accelerate now into your future. But for those who seek false power, you will only find in this hour that the light that you seek is not true. You see, you've been duped by the flesh and it's puking only to mesh, to find with it my strong rebuke because you failed to seek a true master. So for that, I concur. As you seek what you prefer, only to allow your new taskmaster to add your future sorrow. And in conclusion, says the Lord, for these sheep, for these sheep who have chosen uh, to be led astray, I'm sorry, not all of it rhymes, but um, you've now entered a path of sorrows. Unless repentance comes, that sorrow will take you further and further away from me and from my kingdom. So with that, I know it all didn't rhyme. I'm not in it for the rhyming. I'm just trying to follow with spirit when he's talking, but it, it's all about time. It's all about uh, not being duped by the fake. It's all about not seeking your own way, not seeking to be your own master. That's the way I interpreted that. But moving forward into what the Lord is saying right now with the way witchcraft is hitting you, it's not just hitting you with your ability to hear. Now, remember I told you in C2, C2 is a, is a moment where we get hit by strange fire and Holy Ghost fire at the same time. So we're seeing people become duped because they're choosing to stay the same, right? Remember I told you, you're either going to let the fire of the Lord purify you Hey there, Joyce Wormer. Or you're going to be duped by the strange fire and you're going to go deeper and deeper into decline. And if you don't think that you have issues, as we all have got something. Everybody's got something. Even big leaders have something. Everybody's got something they need to be working on in this hour. But if you didn't get cleaned up in C2 and you're continuing to try to come forward like you were in last season... You're walking straight into future sorrow because you're walking right away from God. And he'll let you come. He'll let you continue forward down your path with no power. That's the only way you're going to know. And many of you, by the way, I'll even go so far as to say this. Many of you have had leaders call you. Some of you have had big leaders call you. If you're a leader, you've had big leaders call you. And they've said, hey, this is, that's not God. Don't go that way. You're, you're being deceived. You're getting deceived. These are called false apostles, by the way. And that's also part of this conversation today. So this is part of the witchcraft that's been starting to dupe a lot of people because we begin to step into uh, the beginning of the falling away. And I've been seeing it trickle in at heavier levels over the years and heavier and heavier. Hey, good afternoon, guys. But this is part of the witchcraft that Jezebel operates. And if, if you haven't noticed, Jezebel is making its way into the forefront of true Christian are the true Christian community right now in this hour. And especially by attaching itself to major leadership. Now, remember, if, I, if you have listened to past revs, the objective of the Jezebelian spirit, Jezebel is the front runner for the Antichrist, where uh, Elijah is the front runner for Jesus Christ. Guys, can you play against uh, the witchcraft coming at me right now, please? Some of you. Thank you. And um, but it's the major it's major objective is to dis, disrupt the uh, walk, your walk with Christ to hinder you from hearing Christ because of all the witchcraft it brings in around it. And most of these people are being raised up by the enemy in this hour. Remember, God's raising up the wheat while the enemy's raising up the tares. So don't think for a second for a second that the enemy hasn't raised up false fivefold ministers. They're specifically brought in by the occult they're prayed in by the occult or sent in through spells by the occult with a lying spirit on their vessel and a lot of them know they're not true a lot of them don't care they just want to deceive you hey good afternoon guys and so jezebel is making its way into the forefront and it's strategically headed towards the church it did it a long time ago it started 25 years ago where it started making its way to see if you'd be able to discern who it was but a lot of the sheep are so immature 
And they're so afraid we've been taught by the sheep not to confront things, not to call people out, except for now for the true sheep are standing up. If you're a true uh, man or woman of God, God says, when I was a child, I acted as a child. But now that I become a man or woman of God, I put away all childlike ways. So we're learning to step up into our most holy faith. We're learning to step up into uh, the things that truth says he is versus who the sheep thought he was. <clears throat> and this don't rock the moat mentality, don't rock the boat. And God is saying, call them out, call them out, call them out. So if you know anything about Jezebel, Jezebel was alive from the beginning. She's the second in command underneath Satan. That spirit is. And there's a big leaderships out there that have that spirit at its helm because it comes from lying and murderous bloodlines. It comes from lying spirits. That's all it knows. It's got witchcraft all in its bloodline. And it's not just one person. It's several now. We've got a lot of false apostles, a lot of false prophets, a lot of false fivefold raising up right now. And then we've got, remember I told you about the three groups of the fivefold. We've got the fake prophets that are blatant fake. You just know they're fake because they don't resonate with your spirit. And then you've got the sick fivefold. <clears throat> they, they need healing and deliverance. But they have a choice in this hour. You've got a choice as to whom you're going to serve. You're going to continue serving yourself, calling right, wrong, and wrong, right. Or you're going to come back into your first love. You're going to come back. You're going to get healing. You're going to get deliverance. You're going to repent. And you're going to start doing what God says is right versus what you think is right. And what you want right to be. God says there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end is death. I've said it a million times on here. I feel like a broken record sometimes. But I feel like, you know, too, I know for a fact, I, I, because we get a lot of witchcraft coming at this ministry because of these uh, immature Christians who pray witchcraft prayers. That's what they're being taught at the, at the helm. What happens at the head trickles down like the oil in the bitter barren because nobody's correcting them. Nobody is saying, hey, knock the crap off. That's not God. That's not love. You don't repay. Uh, people, you don't try to go back and be vengeful. You don't do things like that. Especially you don't attack innocent people. Just because you think that you have a right to with your self-righteousness. God says that some of you think that you're gods. Some of you, little G's, you think literally that you are everybody else's God. And that you have a right to judge people. God says, judge not lest you be judged. Because by your words, you're acquitted. By your words, you're condemned. And so with your own words, you will walk out your own future. Did you know that? All these things you think you're releasing on other people for your own evil hearts, that you're just destroy, uh, displaying your own heart condition. And so a lot of people have a problem with truth right now in, the hour, in this hour because they're being called out and they don't like it. They get mad at us. They get mad at me. But if you know anything about true love, God says to be lovers of the truth. And if you are truly walking with the warm, unconditional love of Jesus, this isn't going to bother you. This truth isn't going to bother you. You're going to be like, bring it on. Bring it on. Because you know where you stand in Christ. You know that your heart is aligned with him. But if I bother you, if my spirit bothers you, that means you're unrighteously aligned. You're not aligned at all, as a matter of fact. If my truth in Christ bothers you, if this truth that I'm speaking to you bothers you, you need to re-examine your relationship with Christ. So Jezebel's made its way up into the forefront of the Christian community now by attaching itself to major leadership. Why did it do that? The reason this demon strategically did this is because what happens at the head trickles down like the oil in the beard of Aaron. And if Jezebel gets into the highest office of the land, or if it gets into high platforms, and it, and it always seeks to do it anyway, very strategically, because it brings with it divination and witchcraft, and so it pollutes the prophetic groupings around major leaders. And that's why the occult sent it in. That's why you can't let that thing go very far. You want to sever the head off of that dragon. I don't care how you do it. Follow the Lord. But trust me, God kicked it out of its high tower. 2 Kings 9, 32-33. It let the, he let the dogs rip it to shreds and lap up its blood. I don't think its end is going to be very well if you continue to stay in that spirit. Every Jezebel I've ever known in the past have died a horrible death. Sincerely. Because God doesn't take too kindly to that demon. It knows how much damage it can do. It's why God, the Lord said, don't tolerate the spirit of Jezebel. He knows how much damage it can do to his sheep. And that's why he's calling us to stand up in this hour and start calling it out with power. 
And he's saying, this is not my way. I am not a narcissistic God, not like the people that operate in this thing. And I don't like the damage that it leaves in its, in its wake when it leaves. Because as, as soon as they accomplish what they want to accomplish, they leave. They leave you with all the pieces to pick up. You've ever had one in your life. Hey, good afternoon. Good afternoon. So God showed me this would happen <clears throat> and that this demon, the front runner of the Antichrist spirit, has spiritual gifts that look like, act like, and operate. They actually operate. If you remember anything about our gifts and callings, they're irrevocable. You can't uh, give them back. You can't give them back. And so the enemy knows this. That's why he attached his demons to certain vessels that were called to be God's sheep and God's armed forces. But he's used them now. He has duped them and lured them over into his camp. And so that's why you see so many people getting involved in witchcraft, Christian witchcraft as well. I don't call it Christian witchcraft. Witchcraft is witchcraft. So, but these gifts are God given, but the vessels are not God. They're not God's. How you know my people? The Lord said, by my warm, unconditional love, the warm, unconditional love of Jesus. God says, you'll know my people by my love. If you don't feel loved by a vessel, if you feel like you're in relationship with a narcissist or somebody that says they love you, but they have the, I hate you, get away from me, I love you, please don't leave me mentality. And it's yes, no, maybe so, if not, we won't go, a spiritual schizophrenic thing going on with these people. Get away from them. Get away from them. If you have leadership operating like that, get away from them. It's not God. That's what we're dealing with right now. They're not gods. So the devil sends in vessels like these again through evil bloodlines to contaminate the true prophets. And I see a lot of people falling for it. Hook, line, and sinker. Hook, line, and sinker. Oh, my goodness. So this vessel was sent in through adult witchcraft because vessels operating it have divination in their bloodlines. And by the way, if any leader ever tries to get you as a sheep to do evil for them, even through evil intercession. I'm saying run. Do evil how? By having you pray and do their dirty work. As this is also a ploy of the enemy in this hour to get innocent sheep to do the devil's bidding. Because he knows, the enemy knows the spiritual laws being broken. And those sheep can get judged. He's trying to get you judged. Do you think he's stupid? He used to guard the throne of God before he was kicked out of heaven. So we're in a season of judgment, remember? So if you're fleshly driven or needing healing in this hour, and you're drawn by every wind and doctrine, hence you're being drawn away with itchy ears, away from the truth, those voices are sent in to keep you bound to witchcraft or through the apparatus of religion. So God is not just speaking to hear himself talk. He's not just saying things to uh, keep you walking bound. He wants you free. He wants you whole. He wants you healed. He wants you to be productive members of society to where you actually show up and you stand for a holy standard. And I'm not saying be a holy roller. That's that's another issue in it. That's self-righteousness, not true righteousness. Do you understand the difference? Self-righteousness is man-made. It's plastic Christianity that makes people feel like they have to be these perfect little people when nobody will ever be. The only person that's ever going to be perfect and was and will be is Jesus Christ. He's the only perfect person that ever has and will walk the earth. The rest of us are in transformation. Okay? We're going to sin here and there. You're going to have to repent here and there. If you want to stay aligned with truth and with love and keep moving forward in him. And if you're not willing to look at your heart conditions, if you always think you're right and you're not willing to listen to the truths coming out, you're not open to correction, then you're open to itchy ears. You're open to being duped. Welcome to the world you're fixing to create for yourself. So many of you in this moment, I'm going to switch over now have uh, you're very tired a lot of you have been i've been sensing by the spirit a lot of people are just uber fatigued right i mean the enemy's fatigued we're fatigued i could care less if he is or not but if you are fatigued i'm going to tell you how to do something intercessor to keep yourself going um but the lord says to tell you that there are many witchcraft structures that have been placed onto you spiritually emotionally physically and mentally on purpose through spirits of heaviness 
um, different types of spirits of poisonous poisonousness, things to make you bitter. If you didn't take your testings well in the future, or in the, excuse me, in the past, you didn't take your testings very well, and you got bitter instead of better, you need to deal with that. Because it'll attach itself to you and weaken your walk. And so these structures are being purposefully placed onto front runners and intercessors to hold you back and to keep you from walking a strong walk. Break them off. Break them off. If you break them off, they're done through demonic spells, magic systems, magical laws. Break the laws off and you'll walk unhindered. Which brings us to the best topic of conversation today, the Word of God. And I'm going to read you verbatim what the Word is today. Because I want you to hear it for yourself. It's not just Missy Hood's words or Dr. Missy's words. It's the Word of the Lord and what He said and what ties into the message of the prophetic word that I read to you earlier. But it's talking about concern for their faithfulness. When leaders started trusting in substitutes instead of the real deal. They were looking for answers, but they themselves had begun to be duped because their hearts were not cleaned up. So they were following every wind and doctrine trying to find answers. This happened in Israel's day. And it states, oh, that you would bear with me in a little folly. And indeed, you do bear with me. For I'm jealous for you with godly jealousy. For I betrothed you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste version to Christ. But I fear, lest somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he who comes, if he who comes, preaches another Jesus whom you have or whom we have not preached, or if you receive a different spirit which you have not received, or a different gospel which you have not accepted, you may be well put up with it means it may have affected you so we go into paul and the false apostles at this point this is the next statement in the word of god i'm reading to you what he gave to me today in my quiet time i didn't go look this up this was today's reading for i consider that i am not at all inferior to most eminent apostles even though i'm untrained in speech yet i'm not in knowledge but we have been thoroughly manifested among you in all things Did I commit sin in humbling myself that you might be exalted because I preached the gospel of God to you free of charge? I robbed other churches taking wages from them to minister to you. And when I was present with you and in need, I was a burden to no one. For what I lacked, the brethren who came from Macedonia supplied. And everything, I kept myself from being burdensome to you, and so I will keep myself. As the truth of Christ is in me, no one shall stop me from this boasting in the regions of Achaia. Why? Because I do not love you? God knows. But what I do, I will continue to do, that I may cut off the opportunity from those who desire an opportunity to be regarded just as we are in the things of which they boast. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. Notice he said transforming themselves. They transformed themselves. God did not. And no wonder. That means they're trying to make themselves appear as though they're gods and they're not. No wonder. For Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his minister, if he ministers or if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, whose end will be according to their works. We'll see here where Judah trusted in substitutes or in their flesh. They trusted in military might, material wealth, political experience, or even so-called religion. But God took away everything in his wrath that dethroned him in the hearts of his people. God says, thou shalt have no other gods but me. And right now, we've got people who have refused to do heart. They're they're refusing to look at their heart conditions. They're refusing to see how they've compromised and how they've put on a commercialized Christianity. Everything is for gain, personal gain, political gain. Who can 
schmooze up around the biggest leader who can schmooze God. You can't schmooze God, by the way. He's not duped. He sees your heart. He sees the hearts of all. But in this situation, these people had dethroned everything in their hearts or dethroned God in their hearts for everything that they were trying to go after. And so we see people putting gain, personal gain, above their own relationship with God. They're compromising at this point the truth for a lie so they can have what they selfishly want. It's the flesh. But the Lord said, these trees and the sheep found that God replaced their proud leaders with weaklings. That's what happened in this church. God's starting to replace leaders that should have been, could have been, would have been with weaklings, people that are false apostles or false fivefold. We're seeing this happen. We're seeing this raise up on the scene right now. So that's why we have so many confused sheep. Think about this. Because nobody knows what to believe. And I can sense the witchcraft right now in the spirit. Big time. Somebody's watching. Hey, and if you're watching, hi, how are you doing? I'm still going to continue preaching the truth, whether you like it or not. If you don't like it, swipe on. I don't care. Move on. Probably better for you since you continue to live a lie. So God's exposing it in the church. But God's tired of it in the church. The judgment starts in the church. If you notice right now, God is coming in with a vengeance. He's coming in. Thanks, Brenda. And he's allowing the truth fivefold to be replaced with the fault. Because just like in Israel's day, when they kept asking for a king, hey, Tamara, and they kept begging and begging and begging for a king. So he gave him a king and he gave him Saul. He gave him Saul. He was always compromising and doing what he wanted to do, what was right in his own eyes. And then he was constantly chasing David, constantly, because he saw the anointing on him. He saw the true power of God on him. But God's replacing it now because people have cried out for the false. They went, itchy, they went their ears itched. And so God's like, okay, I'll replace them with weaklings or those with corrupt hearts to show you what you once had. So they sought hard taskmasters, so God gave it to them, just like they once had in Egypt. They wanted to go back to the flesh when, they, when things were so hard, so God let them, and he let them go down the road to sorrow. But why? Why? Because life doesn't have to be that hard. Not if you're following the true and living God. Because the people not only sinned, the people were getting into, even leaders, leaders were getting into such gross sin and then boasting about it. They were actually proud. Look at what, we've, what we're doing. Look what we're causing so-and-so. These are the Jezebels usually. They're usually people with the spirit of Jezebel. And, and I laugh at that spirit. I heard the Lord the other day laughing, laughing. And it shocked me because I thought, that wasn't funny. I was thinking about, I was asking him a question. He said, I'm not laughing at you because I'm laughing at what I'm fixing to do. Because did they think that they've won? But I'm fixing to have them on the run. Because they have no idea what's coming to them. And it's not going to be fun, says the Lord. So they're operating in the flesh, which is why they hate me. <laughs> they hated Elijah. They hated Jesus. They hate the truth prophets. And I'm not the only one out there. God bless you, truth prophets out there. God bless you. But this is the reason why Satan led the Jezebels into those environments because he's trying to corrupt as many sheep as he can. And Satan knew that this mentality, this being flesh-oriented, this needing to be socially uh, or focused, earth-focused, worldly-focused, driven, he knew that this would drive them out of their gardens. He knew that this would cause God's spirit to draw back. He's no stupid. <laughs> I have choice words for that too. He's not a, a dummy. He used to guard, Satan used to guard the throne of God. Did you know that? He was the lead strategist at one time. He used to be a front runner. He was the lead. Uh, he was beautiful. He made his own sound. It matched heaven until God cast him down. And then he went, God made him just, he withered him up. He, I mean, all he represents now is darkness, obviously. But because these people were so interested in social status that they were willing to compromise their character. Are you willing to compromise everything that God's promised you 
just to be right or just to prove that you don't have to change, just to prove that you know more than God. Are you willing to sacrifice that? I'm not. I'm willing to suck it up. I told you guys last week about, or was it today's Friday, Tuesday? I told you Tuesday about sucking it up. God's giving you some hard words in this hour. A lot of hard words are coming forth. I've never seen so many hard words coming forth on the 15-minute revenant. And it's kind of disturbing to me, too, because whenever I give a hard word, the Lord uses me like that, there's a lot of pings and people watching the replay. It's like people are addicted to the negative, but I'm glad they're listening. I don't, I don't want to comp- or, uh, complain about that, but because I definitely want them, you know, everybody to be warned. But at the same time, then they get mad. They get really mad. Like, I hate that woman. I hate her. But then they come back. It's like, we're so fickle. People are so fickle. But did you hear the John Kilpatrick word? I'll bring him up. You need to go back and listen to his word. Because it has everything to do with what's happened this week with the international passing of Queen Elizabeth. It has everything to do with it. Matter of fact, her passing has started a domino effect of judgment. Did you know that? where he stated that many big names and platforms on all seven mountains on the international, federal, state, city, county, and personal levels would begin to fall as judgment entered the room. Because many had failed to see their own heart conditions and lack of character and were far away from God's wisdom. They had begun like Elohu, one of Job's friends, to speak for God in matters that they had no knowledge about. When God and not given them permission to say anything. It wasn't him speaking at all. And the day has come where their artificial glamour is showing who they are, only to find themselves sitting in the dust afterwards. It's exposing them. They're showing their own poor heart condition now. Because God's saying, where's your power? Who is your God? Are you your own God? Were you with me, when, like he told Job, when I created the foundations of the earth? Who are you? Who are you to tell me what I'm saying in the hour or to tell me about specific people or to say this or that as though you were me? You are not my friend. That's based on Psalms 55, 9. Some of you quote the word as though you're God's friend. Hello, God is the word. If you're not his friend, you don't have permission to use it. So God's saying it's time to do a heart check. And it's a hard thing to look at ourselves and see things about ourselves that are unseemly or things that we think are fine but are so far from the divine or from God's love. And when those things have nothing to do with God's heart but are flesh-based behaviors. So the Lord says, these people have no idea what's coming right now in this hour. And this is... I'm just going to say what he told me. He said, the people who have chosen the substitutes are fixing to perish from the face of the earth. Instead of choosing the real deal, which would have kept them here, they would have been able to finish destiny. Many people are going to be cutting their lives short. But where the Lord is exalted, as a sheep are sanctified and cleaned up, those are the sheep that come near him and they dwell near him in destiny and many think that they're okay in this hour without acknowledging that their hearts are far from him because they've lost firepower so they're seeking answers in desperation and they're seeking compromise from the false fivefold vessels who offer kingdom but don't even have it themselves god again said you will know my people by my love the true, warm, unconditional love of Christ, where my people of truth bear witness with the spirit of truth in another. If you don't like God's truth, then you don't know my God. Or probably his love, because God's word says that we should be lovers of the truth. God is the truth. And if we have identity, then we should diligently Seek him and be willing to change anything that doesn't align with truth. It's been my experience that God's desire is that every vessel will become a tabernacle for him to rest on and dwell within. 
so that he can wash us up and set us apart for himself. But when we choose to go our own way, we get what we have chosen because now judgment is here. And God has sealed the fate of the vessels who have chose the flesh. The Lord says, there's no going back now. The dominoes are starting to fall with Queen Elizabeth's death. It's sealed. And the Lord says, don't ever let God catch you calling right wrong and wrong right. Because in your own false wisdom, you will be the one that's made the fool. Which takes us to 2 Corinthians 11, 1 through 15, where Paul again is talking about being a good spiritual leader who knows he has obligations. Whether you're a mother or a father, as a leader, you have obligations to the Lord. But Paul knew he was a spiritual father who had obligations to his spiritual children. He understood protection. He knew to protect the sheep and to protect them from ravenous wolves or those who were within the false fivefold. But if a leader is dysfunctional, then the entire flock is in peril because they will become like the blind leading the blind. So here we sit today, seeing entire people groups being duped by vessels of witchcraft because they refuse to acknowledge their own heart conditions. Have you recognized that? This is getting serious. It's a time to get cleaned up so we can draw close to him. That's what he wants. He wants his sheep to come near him. And the Lord says, beware of losing your love for Christ because of the hard testings or the trials of life. And even bigger than that, beware of ravenous, ravenous wolves in sheep's clothing who refuse to guide you into all truth. Even truths about your own heart condition. Because when we surround ourselves with nothing but yes men, do we set ourselves up with the possibility of being judged? Because God is not a yes man. He's a truth man. And he can't deny himself or his own spiritual laws when broken. He has to fulfill what the word says. If you do this, you get this. It's in Deuteronomy 27 and 28. It's the if this, then that law. And when we, ref when we refuse to get cleaned up, then we have to accept the outcome of the choices that we've made. That's personal responsibility. And then Paul knew about sacrifice. He knew his obligations and he lived very sacrificially to Christ, making extreme sacrifices for the saints. But not all saints accepted or appreciated the sacrifice. Do you appreciate the sacrifices your true love leaders have made for you to ensure you're walking in truth? Even at the expense of their own names or their desires, their personal dreams, so that you can walk in freedom? This is the word for today. This is not me. This is straight out of the word of God. For this is true love, says the Lord. And you, and are you, as a sheep willing to sacrifice for others, even when they don't thank you. It's kind of hard to want to do things for other people when they're not appreciative and when they just think, yeah, that's your job. That's your job. You're a leader. I'm not done yet. Just folding my pages. But have you ever dealt with people like that? They go to church every Sunday. Well, that's his job. That's her job. She's a pastor. Da 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 da. Or have you really ever thought about the price that they pay to, to bring you the word? The warfare that they go through. Do you know how much warfare leaders go through? Um, um, sincerely. Because when a leader places themselves into position with Christ, if they're truly gods, the devil hates us. He despises us. And then he's despised us all of our life. And so I'm not trying to play the victim here because being a leader, I'm just telling you the facts. It's just the facts. But there's, there's so much that comes with it. And, and it's because we have lived it and because we see the greater good. And, and I honestly personally have made it a life calling because of all the witchcraft I personally dealt with. 
I want to see these people go down. I would like to see him. Most people want to see him saved. Half of them won't because they think that they're serving the true living God. But he's, he's a liar. He's a deceiver. It's Satan himself. And so they think that they're right. They're trying to make this look acceptable. Hey, see, they're trying to make themselves look acceptable like their God is as good as Jesus Christ. No, he's not. He's a defeated foe. Have you read the end of the book? We win. So when we've got people demanding their own way, they forget about gratitude. They forget about the truth. They forget about what's really important about love and who love says he is versus who they think he is. Which brings us to the sufferings. That's what Paul was dealing with. And even in Paul's day, the false teachers bragged about causing Paul's trials. And what they didn't know, I can't believe this is in the word today. This is such a right now word. What they didn't know was that they now had God's full attention as their pride was fixing to cost them everything. And they had entered into the point of no return. Do you realize your choices take you places? <clears throat> your, de- your demand to be right takes you places. And just because God hasn't done anything yet doesn't mean you haven't moved beyond the point of grace. I had a conversation this morning with a, a big leader. And they told me, Missy, do you realize how merciful God is. Up until this whole point, this whole time, God has been trying to say, hey, uh-uh-uh, don't do that. I don't like that about you. I need you to look at this condition in your heart. Ah, uh, I don't like this. Don't lead that way. Don't do this. And they've been disregarding him the whole time. And so now here we are. And he even told us before we got to this place, before the queen passed, he said, judgment's here. And don't you feel it? Didn't you feel it? I felt it. I felt like this. It's not ominous, but it's this very serious. <clears throat> you need to get yourself together kind of a thing. You better listen to me kind of a thing. And you just sense it if you're listening, if you're truly able to hear. And you don't disregard it. You take it seriously and you start focusing on what God's telling you to focus on to get yourself aligned. But we've got so many people playing their own gods. And thinking that all is well, it's good. He hasn't done anything yet. Ha ha ha, God. Ha ha ha. And God's up there the whole time going, ha 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 looks out for his saints who do his service and take care of his sheep. God sees the heart and he knows who is pure and who is not. And God sees the vessels that preach a different Jesus or act like a different Jesus behind closed doors. God sees the false apostles, the false fivefold, who come in as angels of light. But now, judgment has stepped onto the doorsteps of those who have walked in a false identity. Which takes us to Psalms 53, 1 through 6. Let me preface this next before I go into the next thing. I'm going to say this. Because I asked the Lord about this. Lord says, I make executive decisions. You can, and I'm I'm going to be honest in telling you this. I don't know about you, but my dad, my dad was military. I've told you this several times. My dad used to tell me, because I dally. I I was just like all over the place. And I was a little artist. And so I was all all over the place. Uh, My attention span was everywhere. I was always enjoying like watching the butterflies and all this kind of crazy stuff. Because I was, I just had a short attention span. But as a child, when my dad wanted me to do something, he'd say, hey, I didn't just say that. I asked you to do that to hear myself talk. And I'd know that was his prompt two to get on the stick. Let's get this thing going. Um, and the Lord told me this the other day. He said, you know, Missy, because I don't just talk to hear myself talk. When I ask you to do something, I expect you to do it the first time. And if you don't know how to do it, ask me. I'll show you how to do it. He goes, but for people who have acted like I don't exist and, the, and then they get caught with their pants down, they, they're caught unaware of acting like, what, 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 God, what, what I do? What I, why are you doing this? Why would you let this happen? 
God said, I've been telling you for two to three years to stop doing that. And you kept doing it. Some of him, some of them, God's been telling for up to 20 years. That's how much mercy he has. But the Lord says, once I make an executive decision, it doesn't matter how much repentance you bring in. It doesn't matter how many apologies, how many crocodile tears you have. Judgment's been done. He's not backing up on his word. He's a man of his word. His yes means yes, and his no means no. He's trying to get us to align with that so we can have the same character. We need to take him seriously. Because this is a serious hour that we're living in. He's doing it for our own protection. Which brings us to Psalms 53, 1-6, where it talks about our knowledge of Elohim. How do you see yourself? It's because God's asking us that because how we see ourselves determines our relationship with God. Do you understand that? And and I realize that not all of us have the same upbringing. Not all of us have, and I didn't have a perfect upbringing, um, but not all of us, some people were raised without mothers or without fathers, so we don't have both parents in the house, and I get that. For that, I'm deeply sorry. Um, But if you have a wrong impression of Christ, your vertical, excuse me, back up, your horizontal your horizontal understanding, who your earthly fathers were, if you even had one, will give you a good or a bad impression of who your heavenly father is. Did you know that? And so, if you didn't have a strong relationship with your dad, it's going to take you a while to trust God. It's going to take you, and I believe he's got mercy for people like that, but just because he does doesn't give us the excuse to sin and stay in sin. So sometimes we can... Get him, he'll crank up the fire around us to get us to listen because he wants that relationship, but he wants us to love correctly. He wants us to learn to love and receive love from him and others correctly. And if people aren't loving you correctly, get away from them in church, at work. I don't care. Get them away from you. You become who you hang around. But how you relate with God determines your character and your conduct. The fool ignores God and exploits people made in the image of God. Living as though God doesn't exist. Even supposed believers. God always has the last word. Do you understand that? Which brings us as we wrap up to Proverbs 22, 28-29. And it talks about the fear of man bringing a snare. But whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. And and I'm not trying to put you on overkill because you know, I'm really close to one of my, well, I have a family member who I'm very close to. And um, she's one of my dear friends. She's an extended cousin. And I love her dearly. But she worries all the time about whether or not she's aligned with God. And I do too. Don't not, don't get me wrong. I, I think sometimes I get on overkill. And today, actually, the Lord told me, you know, Missy, if you're repenting and you're trying your best and, and you're allowing me to clean you up, that's the key. You're allowing God to clean you up. You're actively participating. Lord, he puts his finger on things and you're like, yeah, I know I got that problem. And you're allowing him to clean your heart up. And he tells you, Okay, I want you to start working on this mind mindset or this, I mean, this heart condition that's come down through your bloodline. And you're actively trying to practice taking your thoughts captive and stuff like that, trying to get free or seeking deliverance ministry, whatever it is you use. But you know you've got issues and you know you're trying to get free. He sees what you're trying to do. That's different from somebody who just says, eh, he didn't care. He doesn't care. If he did, I'd be gone long before now. How do you know? Because <laughs> we're in perilous times right now. And it, they're only getting more and more serious. So alignment is critical in order for us to stay with him and to move with the cloud by day, the pillar of fire by night, to stay in that place of safety. So, were you encouraged? Hopefully you're encouraged today. Hopefully this has given you some idea about what's going on in the spirit. Um, a lot of things. I'm really curious, as curious as you are, to find out what God has to say in the days ahead. Um, I know the witchcraft is getting a little tougher. Um, I know that we are in a season of war. 
<clears throat> especially after midterms. And I know you're tired. Again, if you are tired, you need to be breaking off the witchcraft that's been sent in against your spirit man. You're, they're sent in against you spiritually, emotionally, uh, mentally, and physically. Break it all off. Usually it's spirits of heaviness or people, they allow in other people to pray against you like through witchcraft prayers. Break off the witchcraft prayers that cause the fatigue and ask God to restore you back to your original design. Okay. And with that, um, I hope you go have a great day. If you're looking, before I leave, if you're looking to get trained, if you're looking to get cleaned up, we would love to be a part of the process with you. Go check us out at EzekielsWill.org. Um, we take you through extensive, extensive deliverance, but you will start loving your life. Ask our members, go read our reviews on the first page of the of our webpage. We've got great reviews. Um, we do hold you accountable, but we love you through it. And it's because if I didn't love you, I'd be kind of a crappy leader. If I didn't correct you, I'd be a crappy leader. Let me, let me preface it with that first. <clears throat> but I'm very honest. But I go through deliverance right alongside of our people. So you're not just having someone dictate orders to you without actually having this, having us all go through it together. We're a team. We love each other through it. And uh, we love you. We really, really do love you. But please consider doing that if you're looking for a church home. I know a lot of you do listen. Uh, some of you people are new, but we'd love to work with you. Um, you can email me at yeshuanavigator at gmail.com. And uh, I'd like to see you get whole. Okay. But until then, if I don't see you the rest of the day, you guys go have yourself a great weekend. And um, I will look forward to seeing you next Tuesday. And hopefully I'll get my whole background, whatever. But that's not why we're here, right? So it all works itself out. I'm glad you're here for the message anyway. I love you. Enjoy your weekend. Bye-bye. Thank you.